Hey guys, Akil Stokes here in today's episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. We're going to talk about something you're either experiencing or have experienced in the past, and that is dealing with doubting or second-guessing your trades. Now, the footage I'm about to share with you comes from our live trading room. If you want to join us for a discussion, we have a London and a New York session that we host three days a week. Just head over to www.tier1trading.com. It comes with your trial membership. Hop in the room, share some ideas, have some discussion, and be in a positive trading environment. Now, yesterday I was talking to a trader about about kind of overthinking and losing confidence. Have you guys ever ever done that in your in your trading? He was saying that we were trying to dig into why it happened. And basically he was saying that he second guesses his analysis in the market. Like he, he does his analysis, but when it's time to pull the trigger, he begins to second guess it. And he second guesses it. <laughs> Because he starts noticing things that he didn't see in the market when he was doing his, um, I guess, his back testing and his training. Now, I would say this, right? So there are always going to be weird scenarios that pop up, right? There's still to this day, every once in a while, the market will do something. I'll be like, oh, I've never seen that before. But most of the stuff that the market gives you has happened before. And what it really is, is it's our mind creating this illusion of like weirdness and and funkiness because secretly we know that's the way that allows us to avoid doing something, right? Akil always says, when in doubt, stay out. So if your mind secretly wants to self-sabotage, your mind doesn't see the self-sabotage, your, your mind sees it as protection, right? Your mind sees it as protecting you from, a, a, I don't, well, I, I guess it may see it as a dangerous situation because it's, it's jumping out into the unknown whenever, whenever we take a trade, right? Whenever we take a trade, we're, we're jumping out of the spaceship into space and we hope that that tether is tied correctly. We don't end up like Sandra Bullock floating endlessly in space. Um, but our mind thinks is that, right? So what we'll often do is our mind will, as a self-preservation tactic, we will create reasons for us to take the safe route. And the safe route is like, you know, stay out the trade. So we will see things that we think don't exist, but really have existed before. And we'll say, oh, that looks weird. Let's let's call it. Let's not do it. Let's let's be safe here. And that's kind of what this trader was suffering from where he would. And it wouldn't always happen before trade. Sometimes it would happen after target ones, but he would lose confidence that way. And this is the importance of taking notes. Right. I, I, I told him, I said, hey, go back to those trading opportunities. Take screenshots, record the quote unquote weird, strange stuff that's happening and put it in a file. And I guarantee when you go back and look at that file over however many trades you take, you're gonna notice that many of these things are exactly the same or similar and that you have seen them before. And maybe that they're not as weird and scary as you may think. And that will help you to become more comfortable with them. And when you become more comfortable, you're gonna become more confident 
when you become more confident, you're going to take more of the right actions. When you take more of the right actions, you're going to get more of the right results. When you take, when you get more of the right results, you're going to gain more confidence. When you have more confidence, you take even more right actions and the cycle of success continues and you become a master trader and you, and you slowly start to push some of those fears away. And again, it's funny because now the quote unquote weird strange stuff shows up less and it's not because the markets have decided, ah, I'm going to stop doing weird stuff today. You've earned it, right? I'm only going to do weird stuff to the rookie trader, to the noob over there, right? It's not that the market has decided that, but it's now now that you have more confidence, you're viewing things differently. You're understanding things differently. They're not as scary. Your 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 body or your mind, I should say, is not necessarily putting that that shut off on. Right? I was about to say body because we, we deal with the same thing in, in, in track and field with, with the body and the mind where our sport involves us kind of redlining. Right, our, our sport track and field involves us kind of being right on the edge of death and, and, and doing stuff that brings your body pain. And eventually your, your, your body's goal is self-preservation. Right, Your body is like, I want to remove myself from this period of stress and pain because this doesn't feel good. This goes against living. And we tell our athletes a lot from the mental perspective, you have to be able to tell your body or your mind, I should say, or you have to be able to tell your mind so your mind can tell your body to shut up. So we'll write stuff on their, they'll, they'll write shut up legs on their legs or on their arm or something like that, little things on their, on their forearm to look at. But you got to tell your body, shut up, I'm doing this. And then what happens is you tell your body, shut up, I'm doing this. And then your body does it. And then the next time when you do the same thing, because your body is now used to doing it and it has that kind of, it's cleared that mental barrier of like, oh, wait, I can do this. Then it doesn't hurt as much. Now, there's always the next degree in, in, in sports. This is the, the hard part, especially track and field. Once you do, once you overcome one barrier of pain, then the only way to get better is go to that next barrier of pain and you, you repeat the process forever. It's, a, it's an endless torture. And to this day, I don't understand why exactly we do it. But the point is you can train yourself to deal with those situations and you can do the same things in, in the financial markets as well or she says um, but also after a while our mind opens up to more information because at the time of back uh, back testing it was occupied in learning and mastering the strategy and that's a very good point orsi you know and and it's um another reason why experience nothing beats experience in the market nothing that i can tell you showed you nothing you can do beats experience in the market right and to explain what Orsi meant is this, right? So we talk about backtesting as a form of gaining experience and confidence before you can actually gain experience. And, and that's 100% true. But we also know that as traders, we have tunnel vision, right? So when I, when I look at a chart, I, I say this all the time. When I look at a chart, I am analyzing a chart for specifically the reasons that I need to trade, right? So Adam could be like, hey, Akil, do you see that megaphone pattern? I'm like, uh, what? And it could be right in front of my face. I may not see it because I'm not focused on it. Backtesting is similar, right? In backtesting, we are, we are super focused on our strategy, finding the things that meet the rules for our strategy, finding the things that allow us to take the trade. And we don't really spend a lot of time noticing the other stuff. Once you get out of that atmosphere where data acquisition is the only goal 
your mind starts to see other things. And this is a positive and a negative, right? A negative in this case, because it gets confusing, but a positive in, in how it allows you to grow and expand as a trader when you start noticing things you never noticed before. But that's 100% true. Now that you're out of that back testing mode, that, that tunnel, you can kind of, your peripheral opens up a little bit and now you start seeing stuff and you're, and again, you're like, I've never seen that before. Well, you probably have a thousand times. You just never really paid attention to it before. And again, another good example is again, the cipher pattern. I was an advanced pattern trader for years, uh, trading M&W patterns. Darren brought to me the cipher pattern, which is more of like a, a Z, a zigzag, like a AB equals CD pattern. And I couldn't find any to save my life. I'd, I'd go through hundreds of years, literally hundreds of years and find like a handful. And I'm like, this, like you said, this is the most frequent pattern in the market, Darren, but I can't find it at all. And it wasn't because it, it didn't exist because Darren would literally take my charts and then like show me like 10 of them right in front of my face. And I feel like an idiot, but it's training that RAS, right? My RAS wasn't fine tuned to, to see it. So it was ignored. Uh, Dennis says, this is where I struggle, Orsi. As my knowledge grows, it doesn't necessarily fit with my rules as they are now until I test again. So it evolves, but every time the doubt kicks in again. Yeah. Um, and that is also the growth of a trader. This is why we say uh, a trading plan is fluid. A trading plan is, it's always evolving. It, it, is, it is like a, it's like a person growing. It's an organism, right? It starts off as a very simple organism, a simple single cell organism. Take this, don't take that. And then as it matures and grows and evolves, it it turns into something completely different, which sometimes comes with its pros, sometimes comes with its, its cons. And you got to repeat the process each time something new is introduced. So it, it, it is tough, but it, it starts with self, self-confidence, no matter what you're trading. It starts with self-confidence and going back to something my mentor told me, winners win. That idea that, hey, I'm going to win no matter what because I'm doing things the right way, right? And I, I truly believe that if you do things the right way, you're going to get the right result, especially in trading where there's no genetic lottery. There's no, you don't have to be super tall or super strong or super fast to be successful at trading. You just have to do the right, the things the right way. So if you believe that, hey, I'm doing things the right way, I'm going through the right steps, I'm not jumping in and trading live, I'm not doing this dumb stuff over here, you should have confidence that I'm going to be successful with whatever new I've added. There, there's going to be bumps and curves. Again, I started trading the DKC and, and my first trade was a bad trade. I've made, I, I, very, I rarely make any trading mistakes at all. And my first live trade with DKC was a trading mistake. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. I didn't know I was capable of still making mistakes. I'm like, oh, reality check, boom. Funny in hindsight, because it's like, like <laughs> here we go. Like I, my whole goal for the year was perfect execution. And then first trade, ah, messed up. Done for the year. I've already, I've already blown my, my year goal. But that's that's part of the process of starting over where you got to accept that, hey, there are going to be some bumps in the road. And again, this this follows up on the podcast I put out the other day about demo trading. 
This is why demo trading is beneficial because you can work through some, not all, but you can work through some of those bumps in a demo account and you can relieve some of that doubt and build some of that confidence before going live. And if this is a secondary strategy that you're adding, well, you're already trading one live. So there's no, there's no rush and there should be less pressure because you've already got something that works. But you're not alone, Dennis. You are not alone. Hope you guys enjoyed. Remember, if you want to join the discussion, feel free. Just head over to www.tier1trading.com. Hop in one or both of the live rooms. Or if you can't make a live, watch the recordings. All part of your trial membership, www.tier1trading.com. And I'll see you guys in the next episode of the Trading Coach Podcast.